Hi, everybody. Learn English with Football is back with me, Teacher Zdenek. And as always, I've got three fantastic guests. And um, first time uh, this season, it's Marvin. Hi, Marv. Oh, you're muted, mate. You're muted. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. How's it going, brother? All good. All good. Obviously, you have been on the show before, but that was last season. Uh, then we have got uh, debut. That's Carl. Hi, Carl. Hello, hello. How are you getting on? Good to see you online as well. Yes. <laughs> we worked together this summer in in July, didn't we? We did. Well, we got through. We got through the work at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, last but not least, we have Jack, who is coming back. He ha he was uh, one of the faces of the first uh, round of this season. Jack, welcome back. Good to be back. Fantastic. Um, obviously, not to confuse you with the other Jack, the Tottenham fan. We now have two regulars whose name is Jack. Oh. So this is Jack Brighton fan. <laughs> and, uh, I feel like uh, I'll get along much more with this Jack than the other Jack, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have fun playing Arsenal. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> hang on. Now we have too many Marvs here. I need to kick. <laughs> I need to kick the other Marv from the studio, if that's okay. <laughs> uh, right. So, um, and uh, this Marv left as well. I didn't kick him. I, I swear. <laughs> um, Carl, Carl, who do you support? I am an Arsenal supporter. Uh, I've been been an Arsenal supporter for uh, many, many years. Uh, I guess I was growing up and kind of forming my own uh, opinions about football uh, around, well, basically right right when the Invincible season happened. So it was kind of like a, oh, wow, they're a really good team. I think I like the way that they play football. So I kind of supported them. Um, kind of fell out of it a little bit for a couple of years, but just a kind of over the last couple of years, kind of gotten back to it and really kind of really enjoying watching the progression of the club uh, over the last couple of years, for sure. Fantastic. Uh, I have a cheat sheet. Your name is, <laughs> your name is, your name is spelled C-A-T-H-A-L, but your name is pronounced Gal. Yes, yes. That's because you're Irish and mm -hmm. Irish, Irish people have really difficult names sometimes. Yeah. I, I maybe I might get that off you after this, so I can carry that around with me whenever <laughs> I go abroad. I'll send it by post, no problem. <laughs> you, you're an Irish fan, and you support Arsenal. I am indeed. Yeah. What about Damien Duff, man? Come on. Look, right, Duffers. <laughs> Duffers was okay, but he never, he never made it. He never made it to, in my estimation, he was always a bit of a flopper for me. Come on, he won the Premier League twice. <laughs> he did, he did. But Robbie Keane was also like Good a player. very famous player, you know, Roy Keane, those guys. Yeah. Um Niall Quinn though. Niall Quinn would have been, Great been player. The, the Arsenal guy. Um Great so, player. For sure. I liked him. <laughs> Fantastic. So Carl, uh, this is your Instagram account. You are an English teacher. I am indeed. Yeah. So we have four English teachers on the show today, which is cool. <laughs> Because we have um, Jack here as well. This is Jack's website um, and your Instagram as well, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's me. Learning yeah. with JT. Yeah, I've, um, um, yeah. I've got a conversation club that I'm I'm starting in a in a week's time. So if anyone's interested in talking about um, you know engaging controversial topics once a week um with a, a group of other lovely people then um yeah that's um, the conversation club have a look at the website lovely follow me on instagram oh, absolutely <laughs> you can follow all all of us here guys if you're watching there are four english teachers here why not follow all of us at the same time <laughs> and this is marvin obviously marvin a chelsea fan uh, this is your YouTube channel, Genius Language School. And next to it, you have got your Instagram account as well. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, uh, English teacher, like all of you guys, uh, fighting the good fight. <laughs> you know, this is, this is where we all come together, you know. We, we throw away our differences as, as football fans. 
and um, we stick together as English teachers. I hope so. <laughs> but when it comes to football, it all goes out the window again. It just sworn enemies, sworn enemies. <laughs> the war except, is on. Except me and Carl, because we both support the same club. <laughs> Although, <laughs> when things are not going well, you know what can happen. Well, I hope not. Yeah. Fingers crossed now, Zanik. We don't want. We don't want to say anything. <laughs> put any bad juju out there. We were there last year. Mm -hmm, half indeed. half of the fan base are Wenger, uh, not Wenger. Um, Arteta out. Half of the fan base want, want to trust the project. You know, mm -hmm, process, mm -hmm. process, process. I mean, yeah. But have so. you guys watched any of that All or Nothing series? Oh mm. yeah, the whole lot of it. It I've is seen brilliant. It I haven't seen it yet, but I'm it's, about to watch it. Yeah, it's brilliant. It it definitely paints Arteta in a very good light regarding his stories. I loved his his team talks and the stories that he does. He's always got like one night and he has all these really cool ideas he links to the games i think it's i don't know if all the top coaches do that but i think it's a pretty forward-thinking idea mm -hmm. i think if he if he fails as a coach then he's definitely got some sort of uh he cannot fail as, a, as an artist you know because he's got sure. great drawings going on those but uh, he boards. cannot fail he cannot <laughs> fail he already won one <laughs> fa cup so this he's done this. fairly well <laughs> Yeah, there are teams that haven't won anything. And I, I yep. don't mean Jack's team now because... Hey, you know, we won I, League One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, I don't I don't mean to take the mickey because your team is doing really well right now anyway. So, uh, so yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean someone, a team like Tottenham or something like that. Yeah, small team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, then, guys. Uh, so this is us. Obviously, whoever is watching this live, this show is broadcast live. So if there are any people watching us, feel free to leave leave comments in the super chat or you can even answer some of the questions that I will be asking our guests here. Feel free to get involved. Even if you watch this later on, uh, please leave, leave a comment. Give us a like. This does help the YouTube channel, obviously. So, um, guys, let's start with the first segment and that's a very simple one. That's where I'm only going to ask you about the matches you watched this weekend. All right. Uh, so let's start with Jack. I watched... Um, wait, what was the... Oh, Arsenal-Bournemouth. Last time you asked me this question, I started speaking loads about Liverpool... Uh, Fulham, so I'm just going to tell you the games I watched. <laughs> okay. Arsenal, Bournemouth, um, Brighton, um, West Ham, yep. and then Man City, Newcastle. Okay, I'm going to make it very simple. I saw exactly the same three games. Okay. I saw, <laughs> so that's why I just want to get me out of the way. <laughs> so that's it. Exactly the same games, me. So how about you, Carl? Same for me too. I did catch the end of the uh, of the Fulham game, which was uh, really really exciting to watch mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, like yourselves, the exact same ones. Well, lucky you because that was the Mitrovic winner, right? Yeah, we're not, mm -hmm. we're probably not gonna get 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 round to it. So let's let's do a, on, an honourable mention here. That, <laughs> that was a great game. Yeah. And how about you, Marvin? Unfortunately, the Chelsea versus Leeds. Um, I saw Brighton and West Ham. And the Man City Newcastle. Excellent. So we definitely have some stuff to talk about. Let's get to it. And what I do here on the show is that I want to first and foremost get out of the way the matches of the, the supporters that we have here. So we have to talk about the Arsenal game first. Yeah, that was the first game, chronologically the first game. So, um, Carl, 3-0, and away win. Happy Gunnar. Absolutely, happy Gunnar. It is a it's good time to be an Arsenal sport at the moment, for sure. Um, I guess just reflecting, especially on the same fixture that we were at last year, um, it's certainly a game that uh, a lot of Arsenal supporters would have been really kind of nervous about, I guess in previous seasons, certainly under Arteta. Um, but this year, they looked really strong. Um, possession was kind of split 
pretty evenly, I suppose. Obviously, Arsenal had more, but um, good to see that they were really able to kind of kick on and uh, show more kind of killer instinct than yeah. they had uh, in previous years. Um, it kind of snuck in, I guess, a little bit um, against Palace in the opening day, but um, for sure, they it never looked in any sort of doubt uh, against Bournemouth. Yeah, they continued with that performance from from the Leicester's game, in my opinion, and yeah, I was For really sure. impressed by that. Jack, you you saw the game as well, so as yeah. a, as a as a neutral, was it fun to watch, really? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they look fantastic. Um, they've just got the, the signings that they've made over the summer. I'm going to kind of include Saliba as well because he's you know, he was there, but he didn't really play. <laughs> He just looks so strong. Like Jesus is incredible. He looks so good when he's on the ball. Um, you know, he makes Lacazette look like crap in comparison. It's exciting to watch him play. And Zinchenko, you know, always pressing forward, making good runs, good footwork. Um, yeah, they're, they're just really good to watch. Um, mm. And I hope that I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Arsenal. I don't, I don't really know why. Um, maybe it's just years of, 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 you know, it just being terrible for them. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got Man United who played terribly, but you kind of feel like they deserve it. But when Arsenal play terribly, <laughs> it's, it's, everyone's just it's just yeah. Sad you will always happen. be welcome on this show, Jack. I just want to say this. <laughs> you will always be welcome here, no matter what. Yeah. After what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's great to great to see them playing really well. And it's exciting football. It's good football to watch. Scoring goals. Should have scored more. Jesus um, yep. should have scored a couple. Um, but, you know, he got his assist. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Saliba looks great as well. Excellent. Marvin, I remember when I talked to you last year and uh, you said to me that we only had one world-class player. Yeah. Remember who, remember who it was? I stick to it. Remember who it was? Obama. Obama Young, <laughs> yes. Of so, course you so would we, say that. I said it last year, not now, but it's even more yeah, true. I wanted, to ask, I wanted to ask how you see it now. Would you, would well, you now say we have, more, we have some other world-class players with the new signings question. and all? Very, very good question. And um, I think the, the signings you made were very good choices. Um, but I, I can't tell you for 100% sure that you still have any world-class players. I would lean towards Gabriel Jesus looking like that. But we're playing. We're talking about three games yep. and very, very favourable opposition. I mean, and I, I do think you're playing well. And I, you absolutely killed us in pre-season. So I think you guys are much better than before. I think the players from last season that I thought were all right are now very good. For example, yeah. Saka, much better. I thought he was good anyway. Smith Rowe, very good. I like Saliba. I think he's a really good player. Um, but I am looking in that team and I still don't see any world class. I mean, as I said, there is an argument for Jesus because he's come from a winning team and he's smashing up with the goals. But three, you need more than three games for for that so i still stick to what i said last year but i also do accept the fact that you are an inf infinitely a better team an infinitely better team and i would, I would sure say agree. the one thing that's improved the most is the football i think that the style of football is great you're always looking to play vertical passes there's another argument for Erdegaard. i really like Erdegaard. i think he's he's been better every time i've seen him play uh, there are still maybe little things that you have in terms of problems. I don't think you have the best back four. And I think it will be tested more when you play against better teams. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, all respect needs to be delivered because you've been playing amazing. And I thought when Aubameyang left, you would not have any chance of Champions League. And you almost proved me wrong there as well. So mm -hmm. maybe it was the right decision. Okay, well, one more thing I need to ask you about now, and I think you, you, I think you know what I'm going to ask you about. <laughs> you have been linked with him now. Chelsea have been linked with Aubameyang. So would you like him at Chelsea? Well, absolutely. It might be a bit late now because he's 33, but I still think that he has it in him. He scored 11 goals in 17 uh, for Barcelona, so he's still yeah. there or thereabouts. Um, he, in fact, was the guy I wanted before we signed Morata. And the guy I wanted before we signed Werner, 
Um, and I like Werner, don't get me wrong, I like Werner. But I, I would take him. I think he can score goals in our team. And I like the player a lot. So I'll be very happy. I can't see him being awful, but it will prove whether or not our system is the problem for the forwards. But again, I'm not sure that the system is the problem because some of the strikers we've tried are just terrible footballers, like in my opinion, Higuain, Lukaku, people like that. Whereas Drogba played under like seven different managers and never complained about how the Mm. football style was. Mm. Same with Anelka, same with Diego Costa. So I think if you're that good, you will still be that good. So, yeah, I would definitely take Aubameyang. I still really like the player a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a and question for ask... you, Marv. Sorry, Zenik, if, if I could. Oh. Uh, who who are you going to take out of that Chelsea front line then if Aubameyang well, is going to slot in? <laughs> take your pick. I would take out any of them at the moment. Um, so far, have a, I, I think a lot of the Chelsea fan base really overrate Mount. He's not a forward, in my opinion. Um, he would be the first one to go for me. Um, Havertz as well. I mean, they've both got no, no goals in three games, no assists in three games. Can't take out Sterling because he's a constant threat. But for me, I think Pulisic needs to go back in there. Uh, I really like Pulisic. Pulisic, Sterling and a striker would be much better for me. But if you're looking on face value, it will obviously be Havertz that drops out. Okay. Makes Sorry. sense. And <laughs> Just so how, how I, I want to twist this. I want to ask Carl now. Is this something... You would be okay with is this some or is this something we as Arsenal fans we don't want to see because we have seen it before with Olivier Giroud. Yeah, we let him go to Chelsea and he was amazing for them and even even scored a goal against us in the Europa League final. Remember that? Yeah, I have to say. I mean, just very quickly about Mars' point about world class players. Um, I think that I I would actually agree um, with you that we don't really have uh, any world-class players there at the moment but I would say that we do have a lot of world-class players in the making if they continue on the trajectory that they're at you know because we're such a young squad that yeah. like the youngest in the league still I think um we could really like sky's the limit really if we if we can keep all these guys you know um but yeah as, as for Aubameyang um like obviously there was a lot of ill will toward uh towards him uh towards his final stages at Arsenal, he kind of, he showed his true colours um, uh, as he has done with every club, I suppose, that he's been at Bar Barcelona. Um, in in terms of with Dortmund as well, he kind of just made it kind of clear about the whole kind of wanting to leave and just like really made, being a thorn in their side before being offloaded to us. And then as well with us, the kind of the, the same problems arise after uh the contract was signed i guess he signed the big contract and then just seemed to lose all kind of go forward to play for a player like Giroud because he gave so much to the club and you kind of always saw he was given 100% no matter what he was asked to do i didn't really mind when he moved on i kind of felt it was a good time for him to move on mm. um as for Bamiang yeah he's aging he's at 33 34 now so um Will he be able to tear it up the way he did? I don't know. Um, I'm looking at that like Chelsea squad, and like they have all the makings to be able to challenge for the title. It's just they just don't seem to be working cohesively together. Like that Leeds game, um, and even uh, was it? I can't remember who they played the week before. Or the week before, sorry, they played against Tottenham. Yeah, like that Tottenham game was incredible. They just didn't seem to be able to put Tottenham away. They were never really out of sight. Um, Well, we would we would have put them away had the correct decisions been made, and we would have won two nil. (laughs) That is very true. That is very true. Yeah, Um, but yeah, no, um, I think Aubameyang. I mean, he's a good striker. Whether he'll be able to do it again in the Premier League now at age thirty three, in a system that doesn't seem to be working fully functioning at the moment. Well, it's a funny, uh, interesting point you make about that because I saw a stat yesterday and actually in the league, we were number one in chances created last season. There you go. And there you we, go. Um, that's our biggest, I don't know if we're planning on talking about the Chelsea game, but our biggest issue yes. is we just do not score any goals. We miss chance after chance, like in the Tottenham game. We missed two goals we should have scored. <laughs> we lost the Carabao Cup final because we missed an open one-on-one and Mason Mount hit the post. We, we just miss chances over and over again. Yeah. So, uh, 
about Giroud, he also won the Champions League. So, I mean, he was an absolutely stellar signing for us. Um, and I hope that Aubameyang would be the same. But I do agree about the Arsenal players having the potential to be world-class. I think there's a lot of players in there that could make that explosion, actually. Mm. Yeah. Youngest squad in the, in the league. It's impressive. Exactly. Who's your favourite player from Arsenal, Jack? Tell us. My favourite player from Arsenal? Um, not Ben White. <laughs> Probably Saka. Probably Saka. Saka. Yeah. yeah. But let's be honest, yeah. Carl. We have seen all Arsenal games. He hasn't really started the season at his I know, best. That's that's what I like about the situation at the moment. Yeah. Saka exactly. was their star last season. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, I just listed what like five players that I thought looked really good, and I didn't even mention Saka. But he opens know. spaces a lot, though. Even yeah. when he's not playing that well, he that beats is, the man and he opens up spaces, something that, that Chelsea true. doesn't have. That is true. For sure. He, he tracks a lot of attention. Even if he's yeah. not mm -hmm. like directly creating the goal, whether by assisting or scoring, because of what like the season that he had last year about being like our most dangerous player, um, yeah, he just he, he demands that sort of attention from the defence. My favorite Arsenal player is Martinelli. Yeah. I think good he's choice. really underrated. Really good underrated choice. player. Good choice. Yeah, give it, well. Guys, give it one season and next season Marv, Marvin will start saying that he's one of those world-class players. Maybe. <laughs> could happen. Could happen. All right. Guys, uh before we move on to the other games, um we need to call we need to give a mention to the Saliba song. <laughs> the the Basuma song that they stole. The Saliba song. Saliba. I have an earworm. The Arsenal fans, of course, if you're losing like like they were, the Bournemouth fans, they did they were quiet, right? So you could hear you could only hear the Arsenal fans throughout the entire game. Because we killed the game off early, right? And For 15 minutes, I swear to you, for 15 minutes, they were singing this song. Saliba. And then and then after singing it for like 15 minutes, he scored, he scored an absolute cracker. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. How, how good was that goal, Carl? How good was that goal? Like <laughs> I, I honest to God, I think I had the same reaction that Zinchenko had when I saw it. I was just like <laughs> hands on my head, just going. What just happened? That was our centre back. Like what? Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty great. Exactly. All right. Uh, so um, let's move on to the. Um, what do? What shall we talk about first? Marvin, are you? Are you there? Shall we? Shall we talk about the Chelsea game first? Then Chelsea Leeds game. It's going to be a yeah. painful one. I know. I know. Well, kudos, kudos to you for joining us today because it's always easier to join a show like this when your team has won. I know that. I know that because I've been doing this for a long time now. <laughs> And I know it's always <laughs> easier for me to get the fans of the winning teams. So respect for that, for coming. Uh, so what, what went wrong there in that game, in the Leeds-Chelsea game? Well, a lot of things. I mean, the first, the first thing is uh, failing to take chances in the first minute. Well, we had an open goal that we missed. Um, and then following on from that, it wasn't just an open goal. It was uh, the stupidity from the goalkeeper. Uh, then it was terrible defending from the corner. And by 2-0, the game is already over. Uh, hmm. And it's always the same in, in Chelsea games. We let one goal in, that's the end of the match. And uh, every single time now you, you go a goal down, you might as well turn the TV off because we're, we're going to have lost. And to lose, I mean... <laughs> The amount of money, I mean, I always I say it about every team. I said it about Man United last year. The amount of money that they spend, they should be winning the league, not coming sixth or whatever. Um, and it's the same for us. We've spent a huge amount of money this summer. Losing 3-0 to Leeds is unacceptable. And I don't care if Leeds are a decent team. They're not that good. A team that's worth like triple theirs should 90% of the time be winning. And if they're going to lose, it cannot be three nil. No. Um, so many problems. And the, another, I would say, another problem is is stubbornness. 
keeping on sticking with the same front three, despite the fact they've played pretty badly in all of the three games we've had and they're still playing. Whereas Pulisic is getting five to ten minutes and last season he had our highest percentile for goals and assists playing on the left side. So yeah. I think there's some also some selection issues that are going on. Um, also adaptation to the league. I mean, Koulibaly had a shocker. And, you know, just grabbing and pulling players to the floor is not going to yeah. win you any games. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't he sent off? Yeah, and deservedly he so. Yeah. He, he could have been sent off earlier on in the game for making two silly fouls. And the yeah. third one was ridiculous. He didn't even need to do it. We we had two on two. I have no idea what he was doing. Um, so I'm, And also playing the wrong players in the wrong positions. We've got... Two mid, two mid, one guy we don't know where he plays. Havertz, he's playing as a striker. We've got Mount playing left wing when he's a midfielder, and it might have worked for a couple of times last season, but ultimately that isn't going to work. We won the Champions League with Mount dropping deep. Hmm. If you saw the Champions League final, it was a, it was a Mount ball, Havertz run, and a Werner run. Um, I have no idea what we're doing now. Where they look disorganised, the passing was terrible. Gallagher, who come from a really good loan, was absolutely shocking. Um, because you can't play in a team that passes the ball. They're, the list of problems are endless. And yeah. the main one is that we just don't score any goals. And it, it will obviously all pile up. The co there will be confidence issues as well now. Like yeah. that, 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 that draw against Tottenham, that must have taken a lot of confidence away from you. Painful. You know, that was painful. That was not all your fault, obviously. I saw that game. We had even a Tottenham fan here. He wasn't denying that... He, they were lucky to win that game, you know. Yeah, because and now we're now we're behind decisions. on the chase. We've got to get more deals done, and even then, you know, there's going to be more pressure to perform because of the amount of money that they're spending this season on players, um, which they hadn't actually done as much in recent years. We've just been replacing one or two. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a one-off season where there was COVID, but in general, when you invest that much, you need to see results. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want to ask Jack and Carl, did you guys see at least the highlights from the from the Chelsea game? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what did you think of that first Leeds goal, the Arson goal, the Mendy Mendy's howler? Yeah, how, yeah. How could I, that I, I love happen? seeing goals like that. <laughs> how, how, what was he thinking? <laughs> he does it all the time. He's usually quite reliable. Um with stuff like that, he's pretty good with his feet. He's he probably up there as probably one of the best keepers in the league, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, if not the world. So it was kind of a, an out of character mistake for him, um, mm -hmm. but very good for Aaron's yeah. and a kind of cool story mm -hmm. for him to to get yeah. that goal and good start for Leeds for sure. Kind of helped them kick on, you know, the teams like that, especially when you go and play against them in their own stadium. Um, any of the teams I feel from now from the from okay let's take Liverpool and City out of it any team from the third position in the league down to 12 can beat any of those teams in that bracket now it's just it's incredible to watch the football um, so yeah. having Leeds in their own stadium as well playing that way and then getting the goals so that the fans are more involved yeah it was always going to be tough for Chelsea to come back from that Yes, um, and I know that Elland Road is a difficult place to go to, or at least it used to be, because you know it's, people compared it to um, to um, Anfield in terms of the atmosphere. People in in the early years of the Premier League used to say it's you know the, the, one of the most difficult stadiums to go to. And last season, end of the season, Bamford injured, you know, struggling to get goals, basically relying on Rafinha. And then Rafinha goes out, Jesse Marsh comes in, just manages to save them from um, relegation. And to see Rodrigo step up, start to get goals for them, Harrison, who I really rate as a player, um, mm. you know, just playing really well. But it was a really re real shame to see Bamford out injured again. I feel really, really bad for him. I remember the end of last season when he went off injured after just coming back and was really upset so I, i'm not sure if it's a serious injury um but god what his luck unfortunate but yeah clean sheet three goals i bet leads would be absolutely chuffed 
Mm. What a start for them as well. They are mm. one of the seven unbeaten clubs after three mm. matches. Do you guys know what the teams are? I'm sure Jack does. Difficult club to join that one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound, Jack? You're among, among those clubs. Well, um, last beginning of beginning of last season, we actually had the chance to go top if we beat Palace, and I think that was maybe the fifth game into the season. Oh, okay. We had the chance to go top if we'd beaten okay. Palace. And we drew, yeah. and then obviously we didn't win the league. Um, so yeah, it's <laughs> only, have, days, only just we have reached it's, these heights early in the season. We've gone higher. <laughs> it's early days, but like you know, as a, as an Arsenal fan, we have to we have to enjoy it while while it lasts. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's nice to be there and thereabouts, right? For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, what else can I ask you about? Well, you have mentioned Rodrigo. He scored again. He is now the top goal scorer with four goals. So he mm -hmm. really hit the ground running at Leeds this season. And um, do you know what? I I'm going to ask Marvin about Thomas Tuchel, yeah? Because I don't know. Like it's It seems weird. The way he talks in the press conferences, for me as a neutral, it feels like he... He doesn't want to admit his own mistakes. He, he's, he's, he keeps saying that Chelsea were the better team. Like he said it against yeah. um, Spurs. Yeah, he was right. But now maybe you should change the rhetoric now. Yeah, Because what, what he said was that it, we, scored an, we scored an own goal and then there was a set-piece mistake. We always have problems with set-pieces, stuff like that. But he, he wasn't sort of respecting the, the strength of Leeds, in my opinion. I, I don't know. Like I think they deserve to win. What do you think, yep. Marvin? Absolutely. I, 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 it's funny you mention that because I've been talking about the exact same thing uh, the other day, actually just today, um, that I thought he was completely wrong when he said we were the better team for 20 minutes. I think we were the better team for five minutes at yeah. the beginning of the game. And as soon as the goal went in, we were second best throughout the game. Um, and yeah, I, that annoys me because I hate it when people say they're the better team and they weren't. Um, it just angers me. And in this case, it's really annoyed me. I, I love Tuchel and I wanted him, you know, I was riding the high after the Tottenham game, wishing he would crack Conte in the face. Um, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm wishing... Oh, Jack, who is it that you support? Brighton. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm not against taking your coach. I don't think many clubs would be against taking off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I love Tuchel a lot, but I think unless the results start to improve, I think there's gonna that there could be spell the beginning of the end because we cannot be losing three 0 to Leeds, and no matter how good they play, you can mm. lose. Of course, you're gonna lose. You can lose a close two one, or they can work a little bit more than you. Okay, it can happen, but not three 0 And mm. you cannot be saying you're the better team when you've lost three 0 like no. in in what universe? <laughs> it reminded me of the the season when Lampard was the manager and we lost four nil to Man United and he said we played well. I was like, no, you you lose four nil, you have not played well. And it's the same in this case. The excuses do seem to be coming quite a lot lately. Similar kind of excuses were made in the preseason game where we lost to Arsenal, um, which really angered me because that was. I mean, they're meaningless preseason cups, but you've got to try to win them. Mm. Um, you, you don't walk on and get battered 4-0 and then make excuses. You know, you, it happened very badly. First game, we were terrible against Everton. We were really terrible. Yeah. Um, we were amazing in a Tottenham game and didn't get what we deserved. Yeah. But you can't play good one in three games. You just cannot. Yeah. Well, you're lucky that you got four points out of it. You know, look, yeah. there are some teams, there are some teams who are, let's say... The, or yeah, they are similar to um, at least the the magnitude of your club, like let's say Liverpool and United, yep. and look where they are. Yeah, obviously they, there is one match to play that's happening tonight and between these two teams. But uh, whatever happens, they're gonna be below Brighton and Arsenal. So. Yeah, be happy with it, whatever way the result goes. You know. <laughs> I would take a draw actually from the match. That would be nice. Yeah, me too, because that might keep Man United on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it won't because West Ham are there now. Ah, yeah, no, they no, lost no, all the games, haven't they? Uh, they lost all their games and no goals, no goals. Zero scored. goals, yeah. 
It is yeah. really like choosing the lesser of two evils, really, isn't it, tonight's game? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, okay, before we move on to the Brighton game, I the last thing I want to ask about is Cucurella. So we're going back one round before. That hair pull. We talked about it a lot in the in the previous um, show. So um, I'm going to ask, ask Carl first. Was it a red? Absolutely. I like Romero is one of those players that if you don't have him on you on your team, you hate him. But if you have him on your team, you love him. You know, he's one of those players that just he'll he'll play right on the line. And I know a lot of pundits rate him highly. Um, I know when when I was living over in Italy, I, I I watched a lot of Italian football. He was very solid coming up as a youngster. Um, obviously highly rated by the teams that he had, you know, that he was with. Um, so he's definitely got the makings of being a, a proper centre back, and uh, yeah, for a hundred percent a red card. Like there's there's no question about that. Yeah. Like there's tons of jostling that goes on in the box anyway. That's like kind of a gray area, I guess. Um, but that was as blatant as it comes, and the referee was in a perfect position to to see it too. I don't know how he didn't. Uh, go there, or that VAR didn't pull it up. Uh, no idea. You know. Jack, is this the reason you sold him? Did Potter not want uh, a guy with such hair in the club, or what, why did you sell him? Why did you <laughs> no, sell him to Chelsea? Hair with a perk. That's what we used to sing about it. In fact, actually, Chelsea have stolen our song, our song for Kukurea. They've just Completely is it the same one that drinks paella? That drinks paella. That's strange because I, I know the same song that West Ham fans sing about uh, Pablo Fornells. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't steal yeah. that one. And it's the, the Harry Maguire song as well for the for England. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just a variation of the same song. Cucurella yeah, yeah, yeah. is Cucurella is worth seventy million, by the way, not fifty. Really? So, are you I happy think... with? Are you are you happy with him, Marvin? Uh, extremely. He was uh, on the list of players that I always have every for every summer. He's been there for the last two. I think he's okay. an absolutely amazing player. I'm very surprised we were able to get him. Is he a world class player? Well, you can't say that really because he's only had one season at the top league and it's not with an elite league? club yet. But you can't, I mean, <laughs> I used the same the same barometer to measure Gabriel Jesus. So it's, um, you know, we need to obviously to see how he does with bigger pressures on him to perform. Because yeah. obviously Brighton have been doing so well that literally anything they do is good at the moment. I mean, they're winning games. They're way above the bottom half of the league and they're playing great football. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's definitely, uh, for me, the way that he plays his vertical passing, his eye for the ball, his tackling, his heading, his, his, his fast. He's, uh, for me, he is the best left back in the league already. But obviously right. he needs to prove that first. How does that sound to Jack? So on the one hand, there's a lot of praise for an ex-Brighton player. Obviously, you sort of... Yeah, him well, but well, on the other hand, yeah, you don't have the, this player now. So Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it's the nature of, of being a club like Brighton. I mean, I really hope that we continue to have such an incredible transfer policy because we we're just regularly bringing in players um, and well, even players coming through um, our academy. Um, we've pumped a lot of money into our academy as well, so it's mm. it's it's obviously paying off. But yeah, um, what hundred and five million we've made over the last um, year of transfer windows, and our that squad is, is when worth. You say, when you say we made this money, it's not you personally that made that money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. me and Tony Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our squad at the moment is worth ninety-seven point five million. Wow. Made that so, well, so, yeah. so you lo so you lost him, Cucurella. And yeah. Stupin Yan came straight in. Good player. Set up a goal. You, you set up good a player. Estupin Yan well, right? was the guy who set up the goal in the Super Cup final against Chelsea as well. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and also so, you don't have Bisuma, yeah. So he went to Spurs, right? Who's Bisuma? Who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> the replacement Kaiseido is actually really good. Kaiseido is so good, and do you know what's even better? 
Basuma came in, they realized that Basuma was quality, or they didn't realize it was proven that he was quality. And they got in Kaiseido, put him out on loan, they knew exactly who was coming in to replace him before we'd even sold him. Wow. That is the sign of a well-run club. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just Graham Potter. Um, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's the management. Um, Paul it's Barber, management. director of football. Yeah, of, it's, what's the word? Foresight? For the foresight? Foresight, yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. They yeah, like, so they, they're for sure, I think for me anyway, the they've been the most enjoyable team outside of obviously I, I enjoy watching Arsenal play for sure. But if I was to choose a team outside of Arsenal, Brighton have been my favorite team to watch they also, in the first three games. They've just played such and, direct counter-attacking football. It's incredible. They and just it's not the only it's not the only good business they've done. They've also sold who I thought was actually holding them back. When I watched their games last year, I felt that Mope missed a lot of chances that you created and they've sold him. And I, think yeah, we have, I don't think we've, have we sold him. He's I, I, going. Heard he, I heard he was going, I guess. Yeah, Pot, Potter's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's going. Um, I'm not sure if he's quite sold yet. But yeah, it's, um, I think Mulpai was a, a, a weird one, is a weird one, in the fact that he had lots of opportunities put onto a plate, to, plate for him and he missed them. But then he also had opportunities that were, you know, probably didn't even clock on XG because they were so difficult. And he and he scores them. Like the, the equaliser, um, the same fixture last season against West Ham, last minute overhead kick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> score oh, the easy ones. You did that against us. As, you did that against us as well a few seasons back with some guy using your handbatch or something like your that. That overhead kick was incredible. Yeah. Only happens against Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, and he's he scored like two goals <laughs> in that season. <laughs> One of them was that. So so guys, we are already talking about Brighton, obviously. So let's talk let's talk about Brighton's game against West Ham United. As you know, guys, I have a soft spot for West Ham, so it was really painful for me to watch, as much as I have a lot of respect for Brighton and how they how you guys play and the fact that you you beat Manchester uh, United as well. I was cheering for West Ham, but no way. They had absolutely no chance in that game. The better team won. A well-deserved victory. And I just want to say this, Jack, yeah? So you have seven points out of nine possible. But look at the teams you played. Manchester United, uh, Newcastle, and West Ham. Those are really decent teams. And you got seven points out of that. So yeah, um, what a great start for you. Man United and West Ham away from home as well. But exactly. that is actually a bit of a problem because last season we had fantastic away from. I heard a statistic. I can't remember top four, but the last ten games or the last twelve Premier League games, only Liverpool, Man United, and Chelsea have had a, a better away record. Yeah. Um, as a season ticket holder, I want to I want to see us win at home. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so annoying. We have these games we play really really well, and then. Uh, and then they, we play at home. Like we should have beaten Newcastle last weekend. Um, but yeah, th this weekend, great game. Um, we, we did actually only have three, two shots on goal, two goals, three shots on target. And we, did, we didn't have that many clear cut opportunities. Um, but the problem last season was not putting them away. Um, and ni neither did West Ham. And it seemed to me that you were controlling the game. Because you scored when? When did you score? It was relatively early in the first half. Was yeah, it like thirtieth yeah, minute that, or something like got, that? Got the penalty in like the thirtieth minute, and then yeah. um, that was a clear-cut penalty. That was a stonewall penalty as I well. Miss penalties all the time. If you have a look at our penalty record, it is atrocious. But just the fact that we've been through so many penalty takers: McAllister, Gross, Mulpie, Welbeck. Um, but yeah, McAllister stood in front of. Penalty spot and put it away. Fortunately, yeah. um, and then I told you Trossard is good. Trossard good player. Is good. Trossard is a good player. Um, Very good player. Just just found out the other day that um, he's only got a year left on his contract. Actually, oh, so I'm really hoping he signs an extension because he is. He's he'll be looking. I reckon he'll be looking to go yeah. somewhere else. Um, but yeah, he'll be snapped up if he is. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, be absolutely snapped up if he is looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he, he makes it into the Belgium, 
you know, starting lineup um, occasionally. So, you know, he's, he's, he's obviously a good quality player. Um, world class, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I, I, li- I like Leandro Trossard. I think it's actually good to have players who are just under that on the peripheral that no one notices because then you don't get mm. teams like Liverpool, Chelsea, United all stealing them from you. So hopefully he stays at Brighton because I think he's a very good player. Him and mm. Pascal Gross are very underrated players, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gross, Gross on his good days. Um, but yes, we uh, three points. Move up. So, yeah, Sanchez also had an incredible game. Great keeper. Um, you know, wasn't required that much, but there were, um, he had two great saves almost yeah. in a row. Um, it, we would have been three two down if all three that of those great saves had gone in. So. Uchek's headers, yeah. Uh, yeah. What can I say about West Ham? Zero points, zero goals. Uh, the fan base are going crazy right now. They are going up. Some that? of them are going absolutely mental. Some of them are losing it because the expectations are now so high after mm. reaching those two European spots in a row. Can you imagine from a team that was struggling, that was in the relegation scrap the season before that? Now the expectation, the fans, they just they are some of them are moist out after three matches. One of the yeah. matches was City. One of then Bright Brighton always hard to play Brighton. Always hard. And then, okay, Nottingham Forest away. That was a match that where I thought that was the, uh, the best uh, West Ham United's match. And they were the better team in that game. But they just didn't score uh, clear-cut chances. So if you don't score, and then obviously uh, the fans were behind uh, the Forest. You know, how many years has it been since they were 23 years or something 23 like that? Years. 23 years, you know. So obviously their first home game, it was never easy. So I think it's a bit harsh on West Ham. Yes, they are not doing really well. They also they it's been like ten has it been like ten matches that they have, they haven't only only one game out of ten matches or something like that they won some well, some some I, they have I a bad record. I watched the highlights of their um, Europa Conference League game against yeah. some Danish team and yeah. so Corne and Samaka and. Yeah. Someone else, but mainly Corne and Samaka, who didn't start um, against us, were quality. Corne looked so dangerous, coming in, whipping the ball in, um, and Samaka scored a first, scored a great goal, scored a header, and then he was playing with confidence and looked really dangerous. Um, Maybe it's time to give them a little bit more time on the pitch instead of um, Antonio and um, although Ben Rama, yeah, Ben Rama looked all right. Yeah, maybe it's just time to switch it up a bit. They've got depth in the squad as well. Yeah. Yeah. They brought it in. Like you talk about, like Marv was talking earlier about how um, Chelsea have spent so much money. Like West Ham have, have spent yeah. a lot of money this transfer window, too. Um, and yeah, I suppose to have to have nothing from those three fixtures is kind of it's, it's very bad. It's very bad look on Moyes at the moment. But um, I think that the, the people behind the scenes there have probably would give him the benefit of the doubt um, and just let him kind of get everybody's head straight and let him figure out how to incorporate those um, those new players in. Because, like, as you said, Jack, like, Cornet, every time he comes on, he just looks like an absolute live wire. He looks like, you know, the kind of the danger that San Maximan was against City. He looks no like No one is as good as St. Max. That's true. That's true. But he looks he looks very good. He looks super like very, very like like a kind of like electrifying kind of speed. He just runs at guys, you know. I said Cucurella was on my list. Saint Max is always top of my list every summer. <laughs> I think he'll be sticking at Newcastle somewhere. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna ask Marvin something, yeah. So Declan Rice said in a post match interview, obviously the new uh, West Ham captain, uh, that the booing was tough to hear. But then he said, but we are not Manchester City. And I want to ask you, Marvin, like, is this the right mindset to have? Like, is this, why would, why should you even say that? Don't you want to have the highest standards? Don't you want to, especially if you are the club captain? Exactly. I mean, considering that 
uh, Aspilicueta gets it for just copy paste. We'll work harder next game kind of posts. Saying that you're not another team is literally. It doesn't matter who you play for. Yeah. That is not the thing you can be saying as a captain yeah. of a team. You need to be aiming high. Uh, I found that crazy because I'm a big fan of Declan Rice. I think he's a yeah. really, really good player. I think he's a great ball winner. He's elite carrying the ball. Um, he could be better in some areas, but I think he's a very good footballer. And doing yeah. that was just stupidity. But you know um, what? You know, you know what yeah. I think. It could, it could be David. It could be, could be coming from David Moyes because he strikes me as a pragmatic manager yeah. who is very humble. And he, I think he is the kind of guy that always has a respect for others, which is great. I think it's a great quality to have. But in football, in such a competitive sport, there are times when you have to do exactly what Newcastle did. Well, and we, we're going to get to that game now. So well, Newcastle... Moyes, can, yeah. I add, can I add one more thing? That actually, when Moyes was a uh, Man United manager, he did the exact same thing. He said that, I think it was, I don't know, I think it was City that were top at the time. And he said, that's the level we aspire to be. Yeah. And and that you can't say that about your rivals that you aspire to be as good as aspire to be your rivals. I mean, it's very similar to the uh, interview from Rise. I think you've got to, you, as a captain, you've got to watch everything that you say, yeah. and it can never be belittling your own team. No, because you just now can't do it. The, the result will be that they will be devoid of confidence themselves, right? And that, and it shows. It shows on the pitch. They they're just yeah. flat. They're just sorry. Their performance was just like clustered, like there's nothing there. They're just hoofing the ball, like there's no cohesion, no dynamism. Or what's the word? Dynamism. Di dynamism. Dynamism. Um, no creativity. It's just bad. And even players like Jared Bowen and Declan Rice, who were amazing last season, they're just not there this season. So I'm, I'm quite disappointed with West Ham, and I hope something changes. And I hope I hope David Moyes stays, and he just realizes the mistakes he has made, and he is less stubborn. Who the do they have? Who do they play next? That's the problem. That's the problem. They they play Aston Villa away, which is one of the games they can. Okay, Easy. let's say they, they can win this one. Yeah. But then then they are facing Tottenham, Chelsea. Two wins. Uh, <laughs> difficult games. My point is, they are difficult games. Yeah. So. We are the charity team. We gave t we 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 reignited Arsenal's run last season. You hadn't scored in like five games. You come to us and won like four one or whatever it was. I don't remember. Um, we we always give charity. We helped Everton stay in the league. <laughs> helped Leicester win the league. You know, you guys are just the best. You're like you're just, you're oh, just we give to give that. give. You know, helping Leicester win the league was a service to the world of football. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did, who didn't love that? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that Jack. You know what? I've I've heard some West Ham fans uh, saying what Moyes out, and can you guess who they were naming as his replacement? <laughs> Allardyce. So, probably the same person that any club that is without a manager names as their replacement at the moment. <laughs> it's it's Potter or Pochettino. It's Po Po. <laughs> Anyone who, whose name starts with P O, basically. <laughs> I think they need to tamper their expectations because I think that. Like, for example, Graham Potter, when he does decide, if he does, he might stay with Brighton. Um, he can probably get a bigger job than West Ham. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Could That's do, true. yeah. Just needs to be given the chance. Yeah, I it's agree. not going to hop from, from Brighton to West Ham, for sure. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't be much of an upgrade. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, not as it stands. All right, guys, it's time for the hero of the week. Let's deal with this quickly. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go um, mine, mine would be Sanchez for me. Um, he's last season. He got a bit of bit of flack every so often, um, and then this season. Um, yeah, to, to see him make those great saves keeps in the game. Um, yeah, good, good performance right. from him. What about you, Marvin? Um, I don't like him at all, um, but I would have to say Jesse Marsh. Okay. The Leeds manager. Yeah. Mm. Because he said about the principles that they're following 
and the fact that he's kind of drilled a team that last season were you know pretty much destined for the drop to just completely dominate a top four team that easily, I think is very impressive. Exactly, Marvin. And on top of that, it wasn't easy for him because he was replacing a manager that Leeds fans love so much, Marcelo Bielsa. He's a legend at Leeds. Imagine being the next manager after. It's the same at United. How difficult was it for Moyes to to be the next one after uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, you know? So... Uh, yeah. Kudos to Jesse March. He, Marsh, Marsh, Marsh. Yeah. Not March, Marsh. Yeah. It is C H. It's like C H S or S C H. Right. S C H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Ted Lasso almost kind of character. Yeah, yeah. When they, when they, I can't remember which goal it was, but it was on the sideline. He's going like. I love to see. And uh, we have talked about this with Pan, who happens to be a Leeds fan, is a regular on this show. Um, check out a video on YouTube of him uh, when he was a manager at, was it uh, Leipzig? Leipzig? Yeah, I think. Leipzig was his club before Leeds. Check, check out check out his uh, team talk in, in the dressing room. It's pretty cool. It, mm-hmm. It's like half English, half German. It's really funny. <laughs> find, find it. Um, okay, uh, Carl. Who's your hero of the week? Uh, big Willie Saliba would be my uh, my hero of the week. I think that just him getting that goal and just kind of, I, f- I feel like that's really helped him settle a lot into that squad. Um, he showed like a lot of metal and like maturity beyond his years. He's only 21, um, yeah. which is crazy to say. Um, like, so I think he's a big hero for me. He's uh, obviously scored a ridiculously good goal, um, which yeah, really kind of just hit the nail in the coffin for us. Absolutely. And he also bounced back nicely after scoring that own goal, which was also a ridiculous goal. <laughs> but yeah. uh, he has got two goals under his belt now. He was Who on my bench that? on Fantasy League. He's on my bench <laughs> and he got 14 points. <laughs> did, you, did you bench him after, after he hit No, he was just own... automatically on the bench. Bloody uh, James got I, points. I, I made a huge error. I, I got rid of Odegaard and brought in Martinelli. I was like, oh, was furious. Uh, <laughs> literally. I, I missed like, I missed worse. the first week of our fantasy league, but I'm already halfway up the table. I will talk about <laughs> it's it. It's not very hard to get up to it. <laughs> we will talk about it in a second. It's it's amazing how Marvin is doing there. Uh, so um, I have to say, my hero of the week has to be uh, San Maxima. It can't be anyone else because uh, yes. I was I was impressed by his performance against uh, Manchester City. So um, obviously Newcastle winger Alex San Maxima. A French player, um, absolutely amazing. They couldn't handle him. He, I think, he got three assists in the end. Oh, he was a yeah. Walker was, was not just, having a good time. You know, like I, he reminded me a little bit of um, of uh, Antonio in his best form. Like when Antonio is like in that beast mode, yeah. No one can like no one can do anything. But <laughs> San Maxima he was also he was a little bit of a mixture of. Antonio and what's his name? The guy that that was always fast that oiled his was biceps. Uh, Adama Traore. Adama Traore. He reminded me of Adama Traore. So good, so good. Kyle Walker was struggling so much with him. Right? Couldn't yeah. they couldn't handle him? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, San Maximo for well. me. And we didn't have time to talk about the Newcastle game, but wow, I love that. I love that. I have Just to say, the, like, the well done, game of the, yeah, well the done, Newcastle, and and also again, City showed their quality because three three one down, and De Bruyne, oh my god, that assist through how, legs. How <laughs> is this player? How is this player always better when he faces <laughs> adversity? Like, have you have you heard the stories like of, of his personal private life and things like that? It seems like every time something bad happens to him, it makes him stronger. And he comes back. He comes back stronger, and he's better and better. It's amazing. I, I, I'm lost for words. Like when I talk about this player, Kevin De Bruyne, like, he's gonna be the player of the season again. I'm telling you. It's just from another planet. Just the way he plays, the assists he makes, and the vision he has, and it's just different. It's level. funny. Whenever I look at De Bruyne, sometimes I always think like, 
God, he doesn't look like a footballer, but he's somehow like the best like midfielder yeah. in the world. He's an alien. It's the vision. Right. So let's quickly deal with the villains of the week now. Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first, I suppose, this time, yeah. Um pretty easy one for me uh to to name uh i suppose it well he shouldn't get all the blame but definitely mendy making a huge mistake um yeah. which cost chelsea early on um would I, I think would would make him the the villain of the week for me um just you can't faff about in the box and as much as he tried to just squeeze it around aronson just couldn't do it um yeah. and it just kind of it seemed to like marv said like Chelsea were the better team for five minutes, and then that one mistake just kind of led to the to the snowball effect of it. Just it went downhill after that for them. So, uh, Mendy would be film of the week for me. Yeah, I agree with you. It's also he's also my villain of the week. And Max from the chat agrees with you too. I think and it's unanimous. Your, is it unanimous, Marvin? Yeah. Well, I, I was actually. Um... Before you even mentioned the the interview with Tuchel, I was thinking about my uh, my villain of the week, and mine is going to be Tuchel because I think that okay, yeah, goalkeepers make mistakes, um, shouldn't have made that mistake, um, but there is something not right with either the way that they're setting up or the the um, players that are being selected to go on the pitch, um, three 0 to Leeds, and then to, to pass the buck to someone else or to the team or say that they were, you know, the better team um, when you lost 3-0. Like, it's just not crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's not right, is it? No. Uh, is, okay, guys. Is that someone yeah. watching the Liverpool-Man United game? <laughs> you can hear my housemate <laughs> downstairs. He's <laughs> a Man United supporter just screaming at the television. <laughs> Are there any goals yet? I don't. I don't think so. Judging by the by the tone of voice, <laughs> okay, guys. I want to watch this game too. So let's just do a few more minutes about the FPL, and then we're gonna call it a day here. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the FPL quickly. All right. So um, do all of you play the FPL here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. So this is this is my team. Can you believe it? I have only twenty eight points. <laughs> okay. Salah is still playing, but he is not my captain or anything. And mm. Alex Ar- um, Alexander I've got Arnold. Alexander Arnold as well. Me too. It's it's an absolute shambles. I'm I'm wild carding after this um, after this week. I've decided to wild card. I can't handle Ooh. this anymore. And I wish I had wild card play. James and Chilwell. Oh. I have too many players I need to get out of my team. Like five, six players need to I leave. wish I didn't miss the first week or I'd be near the top. <laughs> no, he yeah, that's true. Because Marvin is like he nailed it. Did you get like one hundred points or something last last week? I think I got like ninety seven. I got the highest in the in the league in the week previous. You mean in our league? In yeah, the, in, in our HSN one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of teachers, then a league. This is the. These are the standings. So uh, Robin is my private student. I'm very proud of him. <laughs> Can't be proud of myself because I'm in the 16th place. But at least <laughs> I, I have my student representing me there. But you'll look, be able to uh, get Abamyang back. <laughs> <laughs> but look at look at Pan. Our regular Pan is doing really well. Also Clive is up there. Calm and then above me. Gal well. like I was I was top last week and then just this week has absolutely destroyed me, you know. I just uh Odegaard losing out Odegaard was the worst <laughs> decision ever. <laughs> yeah, Marvin zero, zero points as well. And Marvin who who missed the first who didn't who joined only in the second week, he has one point more more than me. How embarrassing yeah, is that? <laughs> On yeah. yeah. There you go. So, how did you guys do? Like, you saw my fantasy uh, team, so I don't think there's much else to say about it. So, and then 
I was doing terribly and then um, Trossard scored and I got Trossard <laughs> and then Trippier scored and I got Trippier and then Haaland scored. And I was like, yes, three in a row. Um, I was very, very worried when I saw that red card come out for Trippier. Yeah, me too. I've got Trippier. And it was rescinded. <laughs> I said that to my wife at the time. I was like, when I saw it, it said Trippier red cars. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> it's minus points, yeah. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. But he scored a fantastic, he scored a fantastic free kick, Trippier. Great free kick. Oh. Soon yeah. as Alison Maximan won that free kick and I saw Trippier standing, I didn't even need to see Trippier standing over it. I knew <laughs> he'd been taking it. That's why it I put like, him in. It's like the World Cup semi-final all over again. It's why I put <laughs> him and James <laughs> Ward-Prowse in my team. I'm I'm getting him as well now after my wild card. I'm getting he's only five mil, so I'm getting him ridiculous in price. <laughs> You're that mate. That is actually that's 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 a neighbor that's like <laughs> there's, the, there's the hero oh, yeah, of the yeah. week, but also that's watching me. Manchester United. Yeah, <laughs> the neighborhood's <laughs> going to be very loud. I feel for the next hour and a bit. Oh, that's great. All right. So, anyone else wants to talk about their fantasy team? Is there anyone in the chat? That wants to tell us how they did. If not, that's where we will leave it because we we need to watch that Liverpool game, Liverpool United game, because we can see there are some football fans in your in your household. <laughs> your neighborhood is just in your neighborhood. Like is that your household, your neighborhood that are going insane? Yeah, so everyone, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for featuring today. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And um, great insight as well into your teams and the Premier League in general. Um, thanks very much to anyone who has been watching us live. And even if it wasn't live, thanks, thanks a lot. Don't forget to leave a comment, give us a like. It does help out the channel. The good old algorithm, it needs it. <laughs> All right. So thanks, guys. And until next time. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Yeah, guys. Bye. Take care, yeah.